And welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one wise page of Talmud every day. And in today's daf, Yoma 59, we come across one of the aspects that truly makes Judaism very unique. The idea that it is a religion that flows in two directions. Top down, rabbis deciding and interpreting the law and passing down teachings, but also bottom up. The people having their own say, their own wisdom of crowds, if you will, into how traditions are shaped and into how Jewish life is understood and practiced. And to talk about that fascinating concept, it is my pleasure to welcome back to the show, A.J. Berkowitz, Assistant Professor of Ancient Judaism at Hebrew Union College. Hello to you. Hello, Liel. Thank you for having me back. I must have done a wicked job the last time. You did a righteous job. And you also pointed out to me as we were talking about today's page that there was really something kind of special about today's stuff, about this notion that there is a healthy tension between the kind of elitist group of a hyper-scholarly, intellectual Babylonian rabbis and the common people, us unwashed, huddled masses. Lead us through that tension and, and how it came to shape Judaism in their time and in ours. So first we have to sort of understand what's going on in the page. So there's this weird thing, this Mishnah, right, which is the thing that the Babylonian Talmud is commenting on, has this phrase, Tahoro Hamizbeah right? The Tohor, we'll get to that in a second, of the altar. This is about sprinkling the blood because, you know, Judaism and I guess Christianity too, in some respects, it's, it's really about the blood of the animals and sacrifice. So the question becomes like, what the heck is Taharo? And on this page of Talmud, there's like numerous interpretations. One interpretation is brought by the mouths of the people, namely a folk proverb, Tihar Tihara Vahave Palge Dioma. So first of all, you notice that like little ring there, what it kind of means is it became noon. The day was half over. I know, sounds like ancient wisdom, but it's sort of like you wake up and it's like, a oh, crud, mm -hmm. where'd the day go? <laughs> Which is precisely what, you know, what it actually meant. So like, there's this stock of just like common folkloristic stuff, proverbs, common sense, if you will, that float among the population of Babylonia, the Jewish population of Babylonia, which the rabbis, even though we tend to think of them as, you know, cloistered, ivory tower intellectuals, were clearly aware of. Um, here are just two more that are pretty relevant even, even now, one from uh, Babylonian Talmud Ketuvot. Lefum gamla shechina, right? according to the camel of a load, i.e. a person can only bear as much as they can bear. Or maybe even a little bit more profound in, in Bava Kama, batar ania azla aniyutha. Poverty goes after the poor, which is, if you unfortunately uh, you don't have funds, things end up costing more, you can't buy in bulk. It's Some things don't change, Leo. This is fascinating just to hear you say this, because truly, we think of these rabbis not just as cloistered, but also as taking pride in being this expert class, people who really studied. And, and you would think that these people and I'm making no comparison whatsoever to the professorial class today, uh, to whom both of us uh, have the good fortune Cough. of, of, <laughs> right, of, of belonging. But you would think that they would say, you don't get to tell us, you uneducated masses, how to decide the law. We are the ones whose life work. We are the experts. And yet here they are saying, and, and the, the Aramaic here is great, as the folks say, as people say, they seem to be really, really open to this exchange to kind of embracing, in some cases, of course, not all, folk wisdom. How, how did that shape the transmission of the religion? Was it more of a two-way street than we think between expert and folk, or is it just a, a rare occasion here? 
So the, the truth is, uh, if you actually crunch the numbers, the Babylonian Talmud is huge. But that phrase or some phrase like it appears well over 100 times in the Talmud. So we're not dealing with a one-off instance. And it's always sort of been the case that you know, rabbis and leaders are chasing after their crowds. I mean, only tyrants and absolute monarchs have the luxury for a time being of, of, of ruling from on high with zero input from the rest of us. So I think in some respects, the rabbis were aware of that. Of course, it's on their own terms. Let's not be overly, right. let's not you know allow the rabbis to convince us that they're breaking down the barriers in entirety, right? It's the, the wisdom of the crowd is part and parcel of their own toolkit, but I doubt they would necessarily view themselves as being entirely enslaved, right? To popular opinion and to what the people say. In some respects, this Amre Inche motif, let's call it, actually sort of puts into perspective what might be useful to us, this interesting middle ground position between leaders and, and people with authority who still need to legislate, who still, ideally in the best of worlds, should put their energies towards the common good, which sometimes means recognizing that the, the common, i.e., are, are, you know, not all people are, are intelligent and smart. Okay, that's terrible. I should not say that. So I'm going to strike that from the yeah, but it's, I think you're hitting something really, really interesting. It's, it's, it's exactly the tension that I think we're so sorely lacking today, right? The notion that because not all people were blessed, not just with the intelligence, which is an, an innate thing, but also with the good fortune of circumstances to have the time and wherewithal and, and financial ability to actually study. Uh, and because some people are more inclined to certain kind of intellectual pursuits than others, we do absolutely need this, you know, rabbinic class of, of interpreters. At the same time, it behooves those experts, as I think modern day experts too often forget, to actually remember that Kadir May Inche is like actually a very important principle that must not be ignored. Oh, absolutely. To really contemporize this for the moment, you see this in just the very use of the word democracy, right? In, in its old classical sense, like going back to the you know, founding fathers, like America was not a democracy or a democratic republic. Democracy was, was, was shunned and scary, right? To be ruled entirely by the people in the thought of the founding fathers would lead to nothing less than chaos. You need to have- It's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. You don't want, like, no one wants to live in actual, like pure democracy, a direct democracy in the sort of Athenian sense. In the same way that the rabbis would never be able to formulate a Judaism that is lasting and enduring if Judaism were, I mean, let's call it a pure democracy, or if Judaism were given entirely to the crowds, right? Or if the fundamental flavors and tenets and principles of our existence and our religion were dictated by, I dare say, just whatever the whims of the times, whatever regnant influences and orthodoxies outside of Judaism might be pushing it in one direction or another. Sometimes it takes a leader, a class of, of individuals to chart a course, to captain a ship, if you will. May we always be blessed with these wise rabbis, and may these wise leaders always remember that sometimes we also possess some wisdom. Professor Berkowitz, thank you so much for being our guest today. Thank you for having me, Liel. It was a pleasure. This has been Take One a production of Tablet Studios. If you enjoy this show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. 
I'm your host, Leah Liebowitz, and our producers are Josh Cross, Sarah Fredman-Ader, and Robert Scarmuccia. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeonedafyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic and we'll see you again soon. Thank you.